Hello and welcome to this week's Community Power podcast, a series brought to you in partnership with Local Trust. My name's Chris Allen and in this series we're showcasing some incredible projects, focusing in particular on what happens when you give local people the resources, the power and the assets to make a difference to their neighbourhoods. With me is series producer Beth Lazenby. I think this week we're off to a very special part of the United Kingdom, aren't we? The Isle of Sheppey is a little island in the southeast of England, and we're going to be chatting today um, to Emma and Dan, who are both part of Eastern Sheppey Big Local. Um, one of them is a worker, and one of them has been a part of the partnership for a very long time since they were a young person. Um, and they're going to be talking to us about two of the community spaces that they have. One is a support bus, and another is a police station that they are refurbing to become a community centre. Thanks, Beth. And first of all, I asked Dan to tell us a little bit about the area, um, which is so special and so unique in the country. I've actually lived on Sheppey my entire life, so I literally don't know anything else other than poor Sheppey. (laughs) (laughs) It is a lovely place, and I'm not just saying that because I've lived here all my life. It is a lovely place to go for dog walks, amusements down in Laysdown when they're open, etc etc and it's during the summertime it's thriving with activity from the holiday makers that come down from all over england uh to come down to sheppey visit different historical landmarks i.e the sherland in east church and different war memorials located around warden and lays down that's really good to hear because you you know See, everything you said there, Daniel, is absolutely positive about the area. So therefore you see it, you know, as it is really a very positive area. You see the positive rather than the negative. How did you get involved, Daniel, with the big local in the first place? I think you've been involved for quite a long time. Yeah, I actually started off with big local while I was in school. Uh, Started off in East Church, had a first meeting uh, to elect a CIO, etc. And from there, I just thought, you know what, I see potential in this, we'll see how it goes, and went on from there. And about eight years down the line, we went through chairman after chairman with new ambitions, new projects, and new ways of going forward. And with each chairman brought its new potentials, new possibilities, and new challenges. Sounds like you should get a long service medal for all that, Daniel. And, and Emma... Um, it feels uh, like it. <laughs> Eastern Sheppey is, has still got its own distinct areas as well, hasn't it? Just to say Eastern Sheppey covers up the fact you've got some different elements within there. And not always easy to get different parts of an area working together. What sort of challenges have you faced there? I think, luckily, I think, again, the whole of the island is quite... Uh, there's so many different organizations and charities and local councillors so many people want to work together um there are obviously political views with certain things but I I do find that especially now we're coming up I know we're going to get onto this but um, renovating the old police station um now that we're going to have kind of a base in Laysdown at the eastern end of the island there's so many people across the whole island that are interested in working over there because they want to access residents in that area not just the busier areas like Minster or Sheerness so they kind of will be harder times of like working together. So I mean you mentioned the community hub uh, you're renovating a, a police station uh, tell us about how that came about. Yeah so I believe it was early 2020 um Obviously, with Big Local, we want our legacy project when Big Local comes to an end. Um, so, yeah, the, the building was purchased 
um the windows were changed it was all looking exciting and then the pandemic hit so everything came to a standstill nothing happened um no trades people could get hold we couldn't get hold of them so it yeah it all kind of came to a standstill um you, I then joined... very, you, you explain it very easily there about oh and we bought it you know but sometimes <laughs> there's complications in buying a building that used to belong to the local authorities or to the police how did that was it an easy thing to do was it uh, and the police wanted you to have it and you said oh yes please here's the money so i wasn't part of big local when they bought the, the property but from what i know is the building had just been there it was i don't think it'd be a police station for a long time so it was basically just a building that wasn't getting used i don't think it was ever vandalized at that point but it was yeah. just an empty building that was just there didn't do anything had no purpose um i don't know, kind of know what the process was for them purchasing it because i wasn't here then um, i don't know if daniel you remember so yeah thank was, you it, was it an easy process daniel <laughs> It was originally up for auction and there was about three people that were interested in the building at the time. But buying the building came with a lot of complications, which the CIO and the um, partner companies managed to iron out. And a few years later, <laughs> we're, what, two weeks away from opening it up fully? No, it sounds brilliant. Oh, yeah, fingers crossed. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but you sound like you've done all, all, all the all the kind of groundwork um, there in terms of moving it forward. And is it well strategically placed within the area then, Emma, that, so therefore it'll be, a, it'll be somewhere that the, the, the community can easily relate to? Yes. So it's right near, you've kind of got a strip leading down to the beach uh, where all the arcades and things are. And there's also a bandstand, which they call the spinny. Um, that's pretty much near that. And you've got local pubs, um, got the village hall just up the road so it's all quite local to things so yeah it's in a good spot to be fair it's still walking distance for a lot of lays down residents other people across the island i know very much want to use the space so yeah it's going to be really good when it's open so what added value do you think it'll be to the program having the hub there i think it'll be great i mean we've already had so many people interested in using the space as like on a weekly basis or as drop-in um because again, there's a lot of organisations who want to help people in Eastern Sheppey, um, but it is sometimes a struggle to find the space, the spaces to use. So I think having an actual base for residents, but having it for organisations as well, it, it's going to be amazing because there's going to be an actual place where people can go in and get advice for things. I mean, we've got so many different people who are interested. So we've got like kind of talk therapy um, NHS fuel vouchers that's very big at the moment with the cost of living crisis so yeah there's lots of people and helpful people that are really gonna help support local residents so yeah I think it's going to be great it's going to be a great um, building when it's when it's ready. And not content with that Daniel you've also now got a bus to go out to different people as a food pantry as well that, different organize, different areas have got um, obviously the the hubs where they they can do such things but you've actually got a, a bus to go out and about how did that come about the bus or oh, community bus project was a long running project since I was in school it was something they were looking into but at the time they didn't have the funds for and quite recently, about two years ago, during the first wave of the pandemic, uh, the school turned around and said, look, we've got kids in the eastern side of Sheppey that are struggling with 
the basic essentials, i.e. food, water, healthcare, stuff like that. And the parents were pretty much isolated in specific areas across Sheppey. So the Oasis Academy originally set up um, a food bank system inside the school where the parents could go and spot, get food, subsidised food for their children, etc. Shortly after that, they um, literally bought a bus from Chalkwell, I do believe, and renovated it and created a community bus out of it. From then on, they came to us through community chest funding and we've been supporting them ever since. So Emma, lots of organisations have come together to enable this bus project to happen, haven't they? Yes. So Salvation Army, they're always helping with the bus. Uh, Morrison's Community Champions, they obviously donate a lot of food as well for the bus, who are brilliant. And it's, it's a long old day as well. They, they, they try and be at each stop for, it's about an hour and a half, I think. So they do Warden, Lays Down, Sheerness, Minster. So they help so many different people across the island. They're helping around 42 families just in Eastern Sheppey. But across the whole island, it's about 85 families. Everyone knows about the Sheppey Support Bus and it's, it's great for so many people, especially at a time at the moment where everything's so expensive. Even at Christmas, we helped fund some hampers for Christmas for the families of Eastern Sheppey. So we funded £1,600 so they could basically have a big hamper of food to keep them going for Christmas. So that was really nice as well. It seems like during the course of the big local programme, you know, as crises have arisen, and we've obviously got the cost of living crisis at the moment, you've been able to react as a big local area to local needs. Yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely changed how we look at things. So I think we're trying to do things in a slightly different way. I mean, when the hub is open, we would like to do something like a warm hub. I know hopefully it'll be spring by then, so it will be warmer. But yeah, there's definitely we're definitely looking at, projects and events slightly differently than maybe how we did before. And Daniel, you've been involved with the programme a lot longer, I think, than Emma has as well, right from the beginning. But again, you've got this, you're in place, you've got some some source funding there. But again, you're reacting to what you see coming along and the police station hub um, as, as a reason is one of the examples of that. Yeah, when when we first heard that the police station hub was up for, um, up for sale, I'd done the facts and figures and I was sitting there thinking to myself, this would benefit from the eastern side of Sheppey and ultimately we could make a profit from it because the actual site itself has got two garages out the back, um, which we rent out to the local residents and we gain a bit of revenue back from that. And over a long-term period, we could easily break even and make profit from the actual building to keep other projects going in the long term. And that obviously is a part of your thinking around legacy about what will be left beyond big local uh, when the when the money is gone. So, do you hope that that will be that will feed into an ongoing support for people in the area? I know that there's so many people that need help on that end of the island, and there are so many organisations who are willing to help. I just think that. Yeah, when Big Local does end and we've still got that building. So do you think the communities come together then, what you're saying there, that just having this facility there means that they've been able to come together, they're able to carry on coming together, and as well as the services you can provide through there, it's actually just people getting to know each other. Even with the Sheppey Support Bus, I think once people have picked up their food, they always kind of hang around after, have a chat, um, have a cup of tea. So 
again, when the community hub is open, they're going to have a space where they can pop in and it's going to be a nice social aspect to it as well. And you mentioned, uh, Daniel, the, the CIO a few times as well. That's your, your legacy organisation. Um, and how will that sustain itself so it can still carry on providing services? Because obviously the, the, the big local money will, will one day all be spent up. When they basically take over the hub, the, the money we gain from the hub itself from renting out the different uh, garages and the rooms, etc., will help then fund out the further projects at the big local and continue helping support other organisations for our Eastern Sheppey. Um, and do you have any projects you've yet to do? that you're looking forward to or do you think now we've done it ticking the box is all done there's a couple of projects that i've got in mind that i'm yet to raise with emma and the chair i.e to do with employment and try and raise employment in the eastern side of sheppey as like what emma's previously said that eastern sheppey is one of the most deprived areas in sheppey compared to sheerness and minster where there's plenty of jobs for people to go into east church lays down a ward and there's literally hardly any jobs around so possibly funding into starting up like startup businesses where people can come to us get some like small amount of money just to get them to go go forward with the startup process and then continue on from there and then they can start hiring out more people to work for them and emma anything on your wish list for the future i mean we've got a few ideas for when it is open because there's so many people interested at the moment but um I think as well, kind of following what Daniel said, um, we were saying before about kind of IT kind of sessions, because in Laysdown, there are a lot of elderly people who maybe have never used a computer or even things like WhatsApp and things like that. And in Warden, you get a lot of families. So we were saying it'd be nice to do drop-in sessions for things like that, for people to learn. We actually did a engagement a few engagement questions on our Facebook page last year, just asking what people would like out of the hub. And we had so many different options and it just gave us so many ideas for what we could use it for. So even things like book clubs, cookery clubs, um, it's basically just to get people out and about and to socialise. We always do events for Christmas as well. And it would be nice to do a lot of our events in our kind of space as well so there's so many possibilities i think when it's open sounds like you're not gonna be short of ideas are you and people <laughs> love coming together maybe that's something they've discovered and learned through the big local program but what about yourselves you know how have how's it has big local changed you we'll start with you daniel you've been involved a bit longer so how what have you seen in yourself because you've been involved such a long time there how has it changed you in 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 the way you see yourself and the way you involve with the rest of the community when I first started with Big Local back when I was 16, um, I was quite shy. I wouldn't talk to anyone. I wouldn't even do any public events, etc. And within the first year or two, the Big Local set up an event in one of the local uh, one of the local primary schools to design the Big Local's first logo. The partnership tasks both me, myself and one of the other partnership members to go in to the school, present to the children the competition. The kids absolutely loved it. And that's how we started off getting the engagement going through the parents and teachers of the schools and how we got our first logo through. And that, that obviously increased your, your confidence then is a big thing that's, that you've seen growing. 
Yeah, I actually um, helped my confidence boost up quite a bit. And from there on, I became um, vice chairman a few years ago and been pushing from strength to strength ever since. And now I'm working for Morrison's. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the name check earlier. And Emma, what about you? How has Big Local changed you or enabled you to learn? Yeah, it's been really good, actually. So I've only been... um the worker for about a year and a half now so I'm still fairly a newbie compared to some of you um like Daniel um but my retail my background was always retail so I've always kind of worked with the public so now going to this sector it's it's completely different and it's been a massive learning curve especially with renovating the community hub um yeah it's again I've probably gained a lot of confidence as well because I've kind of learned so much more and I've learned new things it's been nice to meet new people meet people in the area because again I've only lived on the island for six years so again getting to know the whole island is has been really good it's been amazing you probably have to live there about 30 years before you really you know feel your own (laughs) don't you yeah well, th- thank you both very much in- indeed. And through you, thank you to all the people who work for for Big Local over in Eastern Sheppey. Obviously, you know, you've got, you've got great plans for the future too, meeting local needs, and it all looks very, very exciting. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Yeah, right. thank you so much. That was Daniel Perriam. And before that, we were hearing from Emma Donnicliffe from Eastern Sheppey Big Local. Uh, your thoughts on, on that, Beth? It's a, quite a unique area, but they've got these really special places now that they can go to. Yeah, so I think it sounds like the support bus has been providing um, a space for the community for a long time. And through that, they've obviously seen how important it is to have a more sort of fixed place as well for the community to come together. And it's just, yeah, great to see those different kinds of spaces and how they can reach different parts of the community through those. Thanks, Beth, indeed. Yes, and that's all a big part of the legacy of the area. So next week, where are we off to? So next week, we'll be going to East Coesley, um, and I think you'll be joined live in the studio next week with a couple of people from, yeah, East Coesley Big Local talking about a loneliness project. Indeed. It's only just down the road from Wolverhampton, so we thought we'd get them in the studio, which would be good fun to do. And just to say before I forget, you can find out more information about the Eastern Sheppey projects in the show notes, as ever. And we look forward to you joining us next time on the Community Power podcast, brought to you by Local Trust, discovering what happens when you give local people the money, the power and the assets to make a difference to their neighbourhoods.